Even if it has been a while since your student days, you may harbor fond memories of summer school. To any random student, of course, summer school sounds like a contradiction in terms, or worse, a punishment, possibly signaling prior failure. Is it finally summer break, the student wonders, or am I still in school? Early on, I learned how to hold that tension in my mind because during my teen years, I had discovered that summer school was on the balance much more summer than school. And I started to see how that could be a rather opportune arrangement. But graduate study changed that for me once and for all. The summer before I was slated to graduate my program in clinical mental health practice, I took a course on treatment approaches for women. I expected to dispatch the class pretty handily, given how much experience I had both being a woman and getting mental health treatment myself. However, to our credit, our professor was intensely passionate about her subject and expected us to approach it with a commensurate degree of rigor and seriousness. To compound matters, she also wanted to make the class highly experiential which some of you might recognize as a code word for time-consuming. It was definitely that. The central component of the course was our learning dialectical behavioral therapy known in clinical shorthand as DBT. The evidence base for it was robust and the treatment was thoroughly manualized. The author of both the treatment and the manual was Marcia M. Linehan, a renowned American psychologist. To master the treatment, our professor told us, we would have to do Dr. Lenahan's therapy exercises for ourselves. These included skills training and routine self-monitoring in the form of our keeping daily diary cards. We were asked to track which of the 18 different life skills we used each day, Monday through Sunday. There were many more mnemonics than I care to spell out for you now, but it did not escape my notice that the first of these 18 skills was something called wise mind accepts, and the last of them was called radical acceptance. The treatment began and ended with acceptance. Its foundational approach was to teach acceptance. Dr. Linehan earned professional acclaim because her treatment was effective with patients at the very highest risks. Those who struggled with suicidal impulses, self-injury, eating disorders, and addictions, many of them women who had not been adequately helped by other standard treatments. What Dr. Linehan discovered was that patients could not change their situations unless they first accepted them. In her book, Building a Life Worth Living, a memoir, she explains that the core of DBT is the dynamic balance between opposing therapeutic goals. Acceptance of oneself and one's situation in life on the one hand and embracing change towards a better life on the other. The dialectic of the therapy needed to be preserved in order for it to remain effective. In her memoir, Dr. Linehan recounts the mental health challenges that she confronted, including the intense suffering she experienced most acutely in her teens and 20s. 
These experiences would eventually lead her to the study of psychology, but only after she had a few personal breakthroughs that might more aptly be characterized as a series of spiritual awakenings. Variously on a stay in a locked ward in a psychiatric facility, one evening in a chapel at a Catholic retreat center, at the Cairo's house of prayer one day, during a residence in a Zen Buddhist monastery another time. Each was illuminating and transformative for her. Each gave her glimpses of the peace that clinical interventions failed to, to deliver. Rather tellingly, her DBT manual is dedicated to a beloved spiritual teacher of hers, a man who is both a Catholic priest and a Zen Roshi. In addition to earning her doctorate, Dr. Lenahan later trained as a spiritual director and then as a Zen master. As she observes, religious traditions all around the world attempt to instruct us in acceptance. These traditions all understand that acceptance is a spiritual discipline that emerges as a result of dedicated practice. So Dr. Linehan decided to translate these teachings to clinical contexts through her DBT. Her psychological research demonstrated that acceptance was not an airy ideal. It was actually a life-saving tool. It kept people alive during crisis and through intense distress, alive through the very worst moments. Our own Unitarian Universalist purposes and principles name acceptance of one another and encouragement to spiritual growth in our congregations as a key tenet of our lived faith. Certainly, these past 15 months of pandemic have given us repeated opportunities to extend one another such sorts of acceptance we might have never done before. Acceptance of one another in the face of overwhelm that this massive public health crisis has caused. Acceptance of one another in the face of routine confusion about Zoom meetings scheduled blurs day after blurs day. Acceptance of one another in the face of our noisy households and pressing health concerns and unstable internet connections. We had to accept that the dangers of the pandemic that the dangers the pandemic posed were real and to take them seriously enough to rearrange all our lives accordingly. And soon we will need to rearrange our lives all over again as we emerge from quarantine. While this might be a happy thing, it may not be equally easy for everyone for a host of reasons. The governor of Massachusetts this month announced that the state of emergency he declared last year in the Commonwealth will now end on Friday, May 29th, so this coming week, just ahead of Memorial Day weekend, the unofficial start of summer here in New England. Already, mental health experts are talking about something called reentry anxiety. And from my several conversations with people, I know it is very real. Over the summer, we will be gearing up to reopen our sanctuary for in-person worship, starting with our in-gathering service. But not everyone is eagerly anticipating it in September. 
we will all need to understand that people in our own spiritual community will be re-emerging at different paces, and we will simply have to accept that fact. As difficult as closure was for some people at the start of the pandemic, reopening after it will be for others. We can both anticipate and allow that. This pandemic has been a mass trauma that will, of course, impact our overall mental health in our communities. Dr. Linehan decided to disclose her own mental health history after a patient asked her, are you one of us? She added, because if you were, it would give us all so much hope. Dr. Linehan's treatment was so revolutionary because it humanized therapy, dignified patients, and normalized struggle. As I so often say, it can be hard to be human. I believe that acknowledging that is the first order of acceptance. Come, come, whomever you are, we sang in our introit this morning, wanderer, worshiper, lover of leaving. Ours is no caravan of despair. We stave off despair in large part by practicing acceptance ourselves. What Dr. Linehan realized was that if she did not first accept herself, her personal situation, and her private history, she could never be able to extend it to others. So we must practice accepting our predicaments alongside others. Only this can bring us peace. Acceptance is acknowledging or recognizing facts that are true and letting go of fighting your reality and of throwing tantrums. Radical acceptance is accepting all the way with your mind, your heart, and your body, accepting something from within the depths of your soul, Dr. Linehan writes in Building a Life Worth Living. To radically accept something is to stop fighting it. Radical acceptance can't really be completely explained. It's something that is interior. It's something that goes on inside you. You could say it is the will of God, she concludes. My belief is that each of us wants to build a life worth living. That's why we come to congregations like UU Wellesley Hills, so we can acquire those skills to do just that. My hope is that in the aftermath of this pandemic, we can increasingly inhabit a place of radical acceptance of ourselves and of one another and our shared circumstances as well, all together. An old friend of mine likes to joke that you're either having fun or you're learning. Either you're having fun or you're learning. My final summer in graduate school, I did not have nearly as much fun as I would have liked, but I did learn a lot then. Probably a goodly number of us will be learning a fair amount this coming summer. As a graduate student, I learned that acceptance is not as simple or straightforward as it might seem, and that indeed it is something that we need to practice regularly, understanding, of course, that practice will never make perfect. Acceptance is not a magic trick, rather it is a deliberate pursuit. I do not know what happened to that stack of diary cards that I kept of those 18 life skills that summer. I suspect though that they are still tucked away in a stack of my student papers somewhere. One of the skills I still remember vividly is the half smile. 
the half smile. Whenever we practice half smiling, Dr. Linehan discovered, we cue feelings of serenity in ourselves. If in the coming weeks and months, you see me with a small half smile, know that I am practicing acceptance. I encourage each of you to try it and to do the same.